Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Matt Welsh, the GM of Racing at Racing Victoria, joins us because he's got some exciting news regarding the All-Star Mile. Matty, welcome back to Giddy Up. Good to be with you, Gareth. And uh, I must say, that new hair, yeah, outstanding. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just trying to, like, summer. It's a lot easier to do in the morning, too. I, I wear hats a lot of the time. I forgot to put my hat on today. Um, anyway, mate, how have you been? You've been busy. I seen you on the Gold Coast. You're heading to New Zealand this week because, of course, uh, with the All-Star Mile, you had the three-year-old uh, Magic Millions Classic. If you win that, you're into the All-Star Mile. And you've got two qualifying races in New Zealand this Saturday. Yeah, we do. Really looking forward to that. Uh, the three-year-old Caracas Millions and also the new four-year-old Aotearoa Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Legado is currently about six to four favourite for that. Uh, she, of course, won the Australian Guineas last year. And, gee, she was dominant first up there at Ellerslie the other day. So she looks in uh, in terrific order. And uh, she's going to be awfully hard to beat. But uh, looking forward to getting over there. We're also running a, a wild card competition in New Zealand okay. as well. So there'll be a couple of owner ambassadors from New Zealand. And it's been fantastic to have the support of uh, New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing, Caraca, uh, and also uh, Entain as well mm-hmm. over there um, in running that competition and also having uh, significant prominence across the weekend yep. with those two winning your in races. I think it's important for Victorian racing to be um, front and centre in New Zealand. Yep. It's it's a great market. There's about 5 million people over there. There's significant New Zealand turnover on Victorian racing. And what we're seeing with these announcements this morning uh, with a new slot race is just the influence that Antane is having. Yeah. And in Australia, we've benefited from really strong WSP competition for the last 10 years. And yeah. that's what's helped grow the yeah. industry and grow interest in the sport. And it's great to see New Zealand now benefiting from that because a strong New Zealand is good for Australian racing. It's just uh, shaking it all up there. And I, it, you can just see the difference when you talk to the New Zealand industry participants from the breeders to the, to the, the trainers, to the owners, to the jockeys, they've got that. You can hear it in their voice, that excitement, because for so long there wasn't much light at that end of the tunnel, but now they can see a little bit of a future and it's a smart idea there and Bruce will explain a little later on, but it's a three-year-old slot race over 1500 meters for New Zealand bred horses and horses purchased at their sale. So what that is going to do is that it's going to keep the money in New Zealand. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, look, I haven't digested the the concept yep. fully, but uh, the idea of auctioning the slot sounds very interesting mm-hmm. as well. But, you know, as I was saying, it is important that New Zealand is strong. And you talked about the fact that they've really been in the racing doldrums for a while. They had a, a shutdown period during COVID, which would have been enormously difficult to navigate. Have a look at the, the quality of jockeys, trainers and yeah. horses that they've supplied to Australia over the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Uh, it's a 
vital breeding ground for Australia and feeding ground for Australia, but it's also a, a place that we have a hell of a lot of Victorian customers. So looking forward to showcasing the All-Star Mile over there on Saturday and just continuing to strengthen our partnership with New Zealand. So you've announced two horses that have made it into the All-Star Mile already. No real surprises there, but you can... You can take it away here, Matty. Yeah, no real surprise at all, Gareth. Probably uh, the top two or two of the top three seeds in Alligator Blood and Mr. Brightside, both heading to the race. And pleasingly on top of that, both of them are going to go through the Orr and also the Futurity 1400 metre Group 1 races at Caulfield uh, in the lead-up. So Mm -hmm. they'll clash twice in the lead-up to the All-Star Mile. Uh, Absolute warriors. Um, Mr. Brightside, a fantastic miler. I think he's won nine times at the mile. And uh, Mr. Brightside and Alligator Blood have clashed 11 times, amazingly, over the last couple of years uh, with Mr. Brightside having the upper hand, seven to four. But I've got to say, the way Alligator Blood trialed in Sydney the other day, I think he's a little bit like a, a, a beautiful red wine. He's just getting yes. better with age. He's And Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott have done a mighty job with him. Like, they're going it. And you used to be one of the great form analysts before you took over the, the job as GM of racing at, at RV, but... Like they're going at 32.5% with their two-year-olds, which is nearly unheard of. Um, and they, they won another Metro Saturday race there with the two-year-old on Saturday. But the job that they've done with Alligator Blood has been extraordinary. And then you have a look at Mr. Brightside, and it's been the horse that has, when Lindsay Park needed to have a little bit of a, a resurrection in a way, when David Hayes headed to Hong Kong, he's been, he's been the face for that, that stable. And his record, he gets better at each preparation. So as the boys were mentioning, I think you get, what, $8 for Alligator Blood and six fifty for Mr. Brightside. I know there's there's plenty of water to go under the bridge, but that's terrific value for mine for bet, from, for bet three, for, from a Bet365 point of view. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're clearly two of the horses to beat. I think you make a great point about Alligator Blood. He yeah. spent a fair bit of time there in the racing wilderness. Uh, there was that ownership dispute at the time. His form went south and he could have easily just headed off and yeah. um, and that would have been the end of his career. But Gay and Adrian have managed to turn him around so well. Uh, he loves racing on the better tracks, uh, the good tracks, and, and obviously loves racing down here in Victoria. So really looking forward to seeing what he can do. And again, you're spot on around um, Mr. Brightside. The boys were struggling early doors. Yeah. Uh, they had owners departing the stable. Of course, I speak of the, the Hayes boys. And, you know, this horse came over from New Zealand. The The time that I really launched at him was at Bendigo, Gareth. And, uh, and he, he managed beat. to get yeah. beaten. I, I, um, I totally but agree. he built up a picket fence from there. And uh, he's just done a remarkable job. And, and um, Ben, JD and Will have done a remarkable, remar- remarkable job with him. I was looking at if he wins an all-star mile again, and maybe Queen Elizabeth over the 2,000 metres, he'd be out handicapped in a Doncaster. But he's won two of those. Was it a Doncaster in the autumn? I think that's He's right. won two Doncasters. Yeah, two Doncasters. Yep. So he's won two Doncasters, an all-star mile. He was pipped on the post by a champ in Romantic Warrior in a Cox Plate. He's won close to $10 million. He dominated the early weight for age races last spring. I think he probably, if he turns up like he did last, last spring, he'll win the Futurity in the Ore. He'll be surpassed ten million dollars in prize money. He has to go down as one of our greats in a way. That's he's a champion. If he can, if he can win another All Star Mile, he's oh, probably close to a champion now. No doubt about it. I don't think it's going to be straightforward for him though. I think Alligator Blood knocked him off in uh, yep. the Futurity last year, and I think uh, you, you could see that he's come back in even better order this campaign. So I don't think it's going to be 
as simple as Mr. B just rolling over the top of them. And then you've got Pride of Jenny, uh, Fangirl, yeah. these sorts of horses who were excellent in the spring. But you're right. Um, he's been a remarkable horse for Lindsay Park. He's one that's, I suppose, helped resurrect the stable or helped build the stable over the last couple of years. And uh, he is no doubt going to be awfully hard to beat in the uh, 2024 All-Star Mile. I like the way that you're doing too for the owner's ambassador. So anyone can nominate or enter this draw. All you need to do is put in your details and then it's like a sweep, isn't it? That you, um, 14 lucky people will be chosen out to win $100,000. Is yeah, that right? That's exactly right. So in previous years, you've had to vote. Yeah. Uh, the idea of the All-Star Mile and the competition was to get new people into racing. So having to vote probably means that people have to have a degree of knowledge of racing. So I just want to break that down. Anyone can enter. You go into the draw. The names will be pulled out and then horses assigned um, to those respective owner ambassadors. You're sharing $250,000. So first prize, 100000 if you're interstate, you obviously get the trip down to Melbourne. You get looked after for the week, go to a range of events, head to Caulfield on um, March 16, and you'll have a fantastic experience. So that owner ambassador competition will kick off on Feb 5, mm-hmm. um, and it'll close on Feb 25. So we'll obviously um, make an announcement around that shortly. But uh, anyone will be able to enter. Just put your name in, and uh, you can be drawn out. And um, hopefully, you're there as an owner ambassador on All Star Mile Day. And just touching on uh, the wild cards that we announced, Mister Brightside yes. and Alligator Blood. The other thing we've done is both the Or and Futurity are winning your in races. So if you run second uh, to Mister Brightside or Alligator Blood in either of those races, or having to run third to both of them, then we will give that winning your in ticket to the horse okay. who's run behind Mr. Brightside and Alligator Blood, noting they're going to be awfully hard to beat mm. there. Will you make any announcements before that, like a Pride of Jenny, for instance, that's coming off a massive Flemington Carnival with two Group 1s, or do you do you wait and see how she comes back? Oh, look, I think there's there will certainly be announcements over the next couple of weeks. We've had yep. discussions with a lot of stables, and there's certainly plenty who are keen to head to not just the All-Star Mile, but also the newly positioned Australian Cup, which is two weeks later. Yep. And it's shaping up as an outstanding race at Flemington. But I, I would expect that we'd make announcements between now and uh, the ore so with potentially more wild cards. We want to create certainty for stables. And yep. that's one of the reasons we made the changes to the race was to uh, enable trainers to plan. So announcing wild cards earlier rather than later certainly plays to that. So the inst- so the, the prime example here will be a horse like Fangirl. Waller can say sometimes he likes to stay in Sydney with his gallopers. So... Do you ring up Chris Waller in the connection and say, okay, then if you can confirm to us that she'll be here for a all-star mile, we'll give you a wild card. But if you can't confirm, we're not going to give you a wild card. Is that how the process works now? Certainly have those discussions with the yeah. stables. Exactly right. And and obviously a stable like the Waller stable, they've got a lot of bullets to fire. Yeah. So they've got a number of horses who could potentially line up and be competitive in an all-star mile. So we work with them. Uh, we work with stables right across the, the country just to try and work out which gallopers they want to target at the race and also which gallopers we want in the race to create the best possible field for that all-star mile. And it gives the punters confidence knowing that if Fangirl's got the wild card, then we know that she's going. Correct. Exactly yeah. right. Certainly for punters, barring any incident, of course, yeah. which you know can happen in racing, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, it gives punters and stables certainly to be able to plan out their uh, their autumn campaigns. Thanks for your time, Matty. I know you're a busy man, but it's an exciting time of the year with the preludes or the previews for the Blue Diamond coming up on Friday. Black type racing is back. And then 
um, every Saturday we've got something to look forward to now in this state of Victoria. Yeah, we certainly do. Really looking forward to the festival of racing and uh, Blue Diamond time. I love, I love the two-year-olds. So looking forward to those races at uh, at Caulfield on Saturday, Gareth. So it's going to be a, a terrific carnival and um, really looking forward to the next few months. Yeah, I think bodyguard flashing down the outside. I think you've completely bodyguard. you're completely distracted. You've no, got no interest in me. No, just the two I, year no, old I, trials I, I, in I Sydney. I just looked at the two year old trial in Sydney. I was listening. I can do two things at once. <laughs> Don't worry about that, Maddie. Um, what's your race you're looking forward to most before we let you go? Apart from the All Star Mile. Oh, look, I think that Australian Cup, to be honest, yep. in its new position, we've had a number of horses already confirmed they're heading towards it. Like who? Oh, Legato coming over from yeah, New Zealand, yeah. I think is fantastic. All the horses going through, a lot of the yep. horses going through the All-Star Mile are heading to the Australian Cup. Uh, so really looking forward to that at the end of March. I think it's now well positioned. Uh, you had Cascading and Pounding come out and um, win and run a placing in the Australian Cup last year when it was a week after the All-Star Mile. So being two weeks after this year, I think enables it to be the best race it can yeah. possibly be. And it's a great race, a time-honoured race is, that yeah. probably went through a little bit of a lull there for a while. So uh, I think the All uh, the Australian Cup's the one that I'm really looking forward to. But I think the other things I'm looking forward to this autumn is, or the Festival of Racing, is Caulfield and its new mounting yard, uh, yes. which hopefully will be done you know, mid-March, potentially in time for the All-Star Mile. And, and that new mounting yard can house up to, I think it's 900 owners. Okay. So that's going to be fabulous. Yeah. Um, having Caulfield back to, uh, you know, fully functioning and, and open and the new day stalls out the back, I think would be terrific fill up for Victorian owners. So looking forward to that uh, through the uh, first quarter of this year. I've got about 30 seconds left, but are they excited about the new inner track? What's your feedback yeah. from participants? Uh, feedback's been really strong. Uh, jump outs last Tuesday went well. I think yep. generally um, jockeys were positive in their feedback. And then key set of trials next Monday, I think yes. it is, that will determine when that track kicks off. If we get through those trials well, then you'd think uh, the first meeting at the Caulfield Heath will be imminent. But that's going to be a great asset for the industry. Uh, provides a lot of flexibility. Caulfield, a good track for generating people on course. So very much looking forward to it. You're a superstar, Matty. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate your time as always. And now that all-star mile, um, already excited about that contest in the middle part of March. Thanks for that, mate. Enjoy you, New Zealand. Do you reckon I should follow suit with the haircut? Yeah, I reckon. Um, no. What do you reckon? Are you a fan or not, Matty? I like Let's it. Let's be honest. I like it. I'm not sure yeah. how it would look on me, though. No, well, that's what I thought to myself. But in, in the end, like it's, I'm starting to walk to it. Are fact. you going to give old mate Wayne a bit of curry today? How's What's his yeah, well, he topic today? Well, I don't know. They've got a two-year-old, in fact. from Not a two-year-old. They've got a horse. Listen to this. Now, they had a horse that ran... Um, in the northern part of Queensland in a benchmark race. And it trialed behind Alligator Blood the other day in Sydney. Wow. And they don't take benchmark horses, um, really. No. They're a boutique type of stable <laughs> these days. And it's racing tomorrow um, at Queanbeyan. And Tommy Berry's been booked for the only ride. Look out. So they've, they're pulling off a sting. I don't know what, what the price is. I'll have to have a look at it. Well, I had a missed call from Wayne on Friday afternoon. I oh, tried okay. to call him back and he never got back to me. So that's always a concern. Um, well, that is a concern. Well, if you hang around a little longer, you'll be usually rocks up at 10 o'clock. Um, so I'm just trying to find where this horse is at Queen Bean tomorrow. Um, I thought it'd be favourite. There it is. Super Vogue. Um, Tommy Berry rides. Its last start was at Mackay at a benchmark 55. Wow. And it's first up for Team Hawks. There you go. And trial behind Alligator Blood. Sounds like it goes well. Yep. Thanks for that, Matty. Pleasure.